So Jeff, how do you stand out in what I consider to be arguably the most competitive market now in senior living, not just due to uh, the rise of aggregators and all of the choices that consumers have, but also with a lot of the challenges that, that COVID and the pandemic has presented? How do you stand out in a crowded marketplace? A great question, a very hot topic right now, and I appreciate the chance to, to share the, some of the best practices uh, with you. I, you know, it, it's just so important for us in the community to stand tall and stand proud behind the positive outcomes that are happening every day in our communities. Yes, there have been some unfortunate situations that have played out, not necessarily the fault of the community, but just some life uh, issues developing and, and they've happened, but we can't focus on that. Um, that negative messaging is out there. We have to broadcast the good and reinforce the positive outcomes, the purposeful opportunities uh, that are going on every day in our community. And um, I think it comes back a little bit to, uh, to being a journalist and you know, seeking out that story. And really, if you walk through any community every day, there are positive outcomes happening and you don't need an elaborate uh, TV studio to capture those moments. Sure. I get nicknamed around here the, the stick because I, I have a, a $12 selfie stick that I picked up on Amazon and my iPhone, and I will walk around and, and capture whether it's a, a group activity or a resident on their own participating in something, just showing what's happening inside the community. Because of uh, restrictions right now from visiting, Families, I think, are craving, Trent, to know and to see and also hear what's going on inside the communities. And I think it's really important for all of us in a community to be doing this to showcase the good. And no better way to showcase than through video. That, that's excellent. I think you bring up a really good point here. It's not just from an external communication standpoint. It's not just broadcasting to the world the good things that are happening inside. There's also an internal communication standpoint, and that's involving the families, the loved ones, uh, folks that may be, might have been caretakers for a long time. They want to know that the, the community that they entrusted with their loved ones, uh, health and safety is living up to the expectations that, uh, that they ultimately signed off on. Is that a good way to frame it up? Oh, absolutely. And even if it's uh, sometimes you know, taking your camera and having a resident say hello or good morning to their, to their family. Sure. Or, you know, of course, you know, the next level is a birthday or a holiday celebration. Staying connected because, again, the families are wanting to know how is mom or dad feeling? How are they looking? How do they feel? What are, and I think anything we can do to be as transparent as possible, during, especially during this time, it, it's incumbent upon us to be proud of these good outcomes because, yes, um, the media will showcase the negative right away. So we have to kind of counter that and showcase the positive and reinforce to the families why they entrusted us with their loved one. Show them that their loved one, while yet being surrounded by all the COVID talk and realities of COVID, yet they're still comfortable. They're still navigating safely. There's a smile still on their face. We have to, we have to show that. Right, right. Why do you think it is that some uh, community directors, uh, marketing directors at communities are hesitant to leverage the power of video in, in their own marketing and storytelling? You know, it's a good question. I guess, you know, not everyone is as comfortable getting in front of the camera. 
um, as the next person. But even beyond that, because it's not about you, it's not about, it's, it's about the story. Sure. And we have to remember that. So you never actually have to be on camera per se to do this. Just take your camera, turn it the other way and capture the moments of the, uh, of the, of the experience of the community. Because guess what? The families at home, they don't care about you, the salesperson, right? Or the director. They want to see their mom or dad. That's what we're selling is mom or dad being interactive. And I think maybe some folks don't understand that. Mm -hmm. And um, again, I mentioned about having that nose for news. Mm -hmm. uh, it kind of sinks back to my day. At, it goes back to my day at Columbia College where I was learning about journalism before the who, what, where, when, and why. And if you have some of that instinct, I think you would understand that more naturally than, than not. Excellent. Excellent. And you mentioned you purchased a $12 selfie stick on the Amazon and, and you have the nose for, for finding the news. And very simply, you're asking who, what, when, where, why, and how, right? What other tips do you have uh, in terms of, of feeling, getting people to feel more comfortable, even if they're not in front of the camera, just documenting uh, the journey of day-to-day -day life? I think the more real the videos look, the more, the more authentic mm -hmm. they will be perceived. Um, there, are, there are many situations where um, management companies will bring in you know, high-tech TV studio and all the fancy equipment, and, and, and that's okay, and that serves a purpose. But again, especially now, our messaging has to be as real and as authentic. And I guess how it relates to what we're talking about, if the camera's a little bit off-centered or if, you know, the, 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 the audio isn't 100%, I think that's okay because that, what that's telling the family on the other end is that this is real. This is not a, this is not a uh, manufactured message. Sure. This is authentic. So I, I think if, if, the, if our colleagues would understand that a little bit more and understand it doesn't have to be perfectly framed, it, it, it's okay. It, Definitely. It's, it's, now, what are some tactical things that folks can do? Um, I would imagine that you have programming built into your community, right? You have activities, you have um, certain aspects of the day that are, that are already kind of prepackaged scenes for you, if you will. Um, how do you go about leveraging what's already happening within the community as, as, as basically your scene-by-scene -scene story? Well, right. What you said there is your, your script is there for you. Right. <laughs> you just have to go out there and, and again, um, and, and capture, just have to have that understanding. I think you also have to have that belief in what you're doing and being proud of it. And, and hey, look what's going on in our community. Look at this and, and showing the families again, whether it's during COVID time or non-COVID time. I think the biggest skill set you can have here is being proud mm -hmm. and standing behind what we're doing and the solutions that are available in our community versus staying at home. So I think that conviction is, is, a, is a critical skill. Sure. And I think that that's part of the uniqueness of uh, senior living, right, is uh, you, you, you've convinced the families, you've worked with the families to understand that their loved ones are better with you than without you, right? So by, by means of documenting this journey using video and storytelling, uh, you're really reinforcing that, that uh, initial decision that they made. Is that a proper... Uh, synthesis there, Jeff? Well, you're reinforcing the why. You know, yeah. we talk about why the community. Well, why? Because mom can be engaged in an activity. Mom will receive the care 
that mm-hmm. she needs. Mom will be, you know, will, they'll see the why of mom eating a meal uh, in, 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 in the dining room. You know, they'll, they'll see the why, reinforcing the why. And I think, again, we have to be positive about the why because, yeah, there are, there are a lot of uncertainty right now with, with the, the COVID. And until we get to, I don't think we'll know when we're going to get there, hopefully soon. Sure. <laughs> but um, we have to, if we're going to want to keep welcoming new residents, and let's be honest, at the end of the day, I wasn't hired here to be a photojournalist. Sure. Okay. And I know that. Yeah. <laughs> and whether our owner is listening to this or not, I know what my point is here. My point is to recruit new families to experience. Uh, Arborea, okay? Mm-hmm. But if I can use the photojournalism, if I may use that term, yeah. to help capture these moments and then showcase the why to the community at large in the spirit of recruiting new residents, then then I'll put my photojournalist hat on and <laughs> hopefully that will lead to, to sales. A- absolutely. Uh, and I, I think that's a great bridge uh, to the conversation here. And, and I have a belief, and it's actually a borrowed belief from uh, a friend, Art Jones. And Art always says, data tells and story sells. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so incredibly powerful in its simplicity. But when you think about the data telling aspect of, of senior communities, right, you're looking at amenities, you're looking at number of staff, you're looking at uh, uh, you know, uh, rates of improvement or, or rates of, of health. Um, now in the COVID world, of course, you're looking at, at key health indicators and, and, mo- and, and daily monitoring and progress, that sort of thing. Um, all of those things are, are great and they're, they're kind of baseline. That's table stakes, right? Um, but how do you weave all of those things together to create a, a story that, again, uh, enables the why? And I think to me, that's where story really comes into play. And it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing day in and day out, Jeff, in, in terms of taking these disparate pieces of data, weaving them together, and again, telling a story that, that uh, really synthesizes everything that, that you're, th- these families and loved ones are going through on a day-to-day basis. Behind every piece of data, behind every spreadsheet is a story. Hmm. When the families are coming to visit and we're talking to them and we're uncovering you know, what isn't working in their current situation and then how our solutions can be uh, good for them. They don't want to hear data. Mm. They want to see and hear stories yep. and they want to, that's what they want to see because that authenticates the data. Yeah. So that's again, where our focus is. And, um, you know, again, uh, you know, they, they joke that I'm the selfie stick around here, so, <laughs> you know, capturing all the stories, but I think, you know, it, we're, we're making inroads with it. And I, uh, I just think that, it's incumbent for all of us, everyone in senior living, to believe in what we're offering, what we represent, and just be proud. Sure. Now, Jeff, do you feel like you might be an outlier in that you have the journalism background, uh, you are comfortable on on camera? Um, I guess, how much convincing did it take uh, your management team, uh, your ownership team, to, to make you essentially the, the photojournalist or, uh, or, or the videographer of the community? Uh, that's a great question. You know, I, you know, full disclosure on this, and you may find this interesting. Yes, I, I went uh, to Columbia College, graduated and worked in television. Um, long story short, fast forward, I'm here now in senior living, and we can talk about that bridge on another yeah. show if you'd like. Yeah. But when I came over here, to Arborea, which is a, an LCS managed property, 
one of the first things they told me was about this app called One Day and how they want us to use it and showcase with video. And, and to be honest, at first I was like, what? I mean, I, I, and it took me a, a couple days to, to for, I don't know, it was really weird because especially coming with my background, uh, but I, I've warmed up to it obviously. And uh, one day, I don't know if you're familiar with it, is an application that we yeah. utilize to help capture and, and tell our stories. Um, so it hasn't taken me long to, uh, to get involved in obviously utilizing uh, social media, uh, video journalism uh, in selling our community. Definitely. So that's a, a good uh, next point here. When you, we are filling, filming these videos, uh, obviously you're sending uh, these directly to families. You're sending these um, via social media. How else are you leveraging the footage that you're capturing? Well, great question. I, I utilize it in, in primarily, again, in, in showcasing to um, new families, families that are considering us. I like to showcase uh, what's happening here, but also to our current families, because I always talk about there's no better salesperson for our community than either A, our residents, and B, their families. Hmm. So I want to keep that messaging uh, going to our current referral network, which should be including our current families. Um, so I also will utilize it in follow-up. In fact, just before we started, uh, there's a, a lead that came in about five or six months ago. And, you know, part of the cadence is, you know, a call and our email, but now including video messaging. So I just send a simple message on, on the phone, uh, reintroducing myself and uh, sharing via a quick 20 second video. Again, doesn't have to be an overly produced video just a 20 second little nugget of video, reintroducing myself and letting this family know that if this is a more appropriate time for them to consider the community, we're here for you. So I'll, I'll use it in my cadence of, of follow-up uh, as I'm courting uh, a new family. Excellent, that's, we love to hear the tactical use cases and I think that's an outstanding one that most people probably don't even think about. Um, yeah. Jeff, as we're kind of wrapping up our conversation here, what would be some key takeaways that you would have for, for maybe your peers in, in the industry as it pertains to video and storytelling? Again, I think just be proud. Yeah. Um, be proud of, of what we, you're doing and, and be aware of what's going on. And, and you don't have to go too far in your community or, or you shouldn't have to go too far to be able to see good things happening and then you know, showcasing them, um, not worried about if the camera is a little bit uh, you know, not straight 100%. Um, it's okay because again, the more authentic, the more real the videos are. One thing I like about that, there's a show on, I think that's ABC where they, they do the videos where something, what's it called? Where, um, the funniest videos. Yeah, sure. You notice some of those videos, they're never framed perfect, you know, perfectly. They're always a little bit off kilter, but what that messaging is, it's very real, right? <laughs> those, those funny videos that you see on ABC, they weren't produced in a, in a studio. They were captured with the phone like this. And, yep. and when I do watch that show, I, I, I know that they're authentic. So I, I enjoy them. So I think if we could take that understanding back to what we're doing here, I think that would go a long way. That's, that's excellent. And I, I think the authenticity of those videos um, makes people feel like, oh, that could have just as well been my family who is mm -hmm. filming that crazy video on, on uh Fourth of July barbecue or whatever the situation may right. be, right. and I think carrying that forward to senior living, if someone sees 
uh, a family that looks like theirs in and in, in a very similar scenario to what they could be going through, they're going to draw that emotional connection, right? And they're going to say, I could see myself there. I could see placing my mom, my dad in, in this community. And I think that's where the authenticity, the organic nature of that video really creates an emotional uh, connection. And at the end of the day, sales, marketing, whatever you want to call it, um, it is inspiring some sort of uh, emotional charge and change. And uh, ultimately, um, I think that's what you're accomplishing for Arborea. And I give you a ton of credit for recognizing that and running full tilt. Well, thank you again. It, it's fun. I enjoy it. I, I believe in it. And I think that helps. And um, it's, it's, I appreciate you uh, giving us the yeah. uh, forum here to share what's going on at Arborea. Absolutely. Jeff, if people want to find out more about you or Arborea, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Uh, the best number is my direct cell number here at the community, uh, 224-775-1222, right here. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, that's, that's living proof. He's got it right that's there. It right there. Awesome. Phone, phone lines are now open. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff, thank you for doing what you do. Uh, please keep uh, keep us abreast of any changes or new things that you guys have rolling out. Uh, and thank you for, for serving such a vital need. Uh, in what I think is a, a crucial sector of, of our society that uh, not enough folks really give enough due credit. So thank you for being a steward for, for all of us here. It's my pleasure again. It's great. And I thank you for having this forum and the opportunity to share what's going on here. Awesome.